Dubai I 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. 103.8. Making Tracks, the memories, the thoughts and the songs of some of the success stories who now call the UAE home. So, Dr. Charles established the California Chiropractic and Sports Medicine Centre in Dubai Healthcare City in 2008. The clinic now leads the way in chiropractic treatment with all the latest state-of-the-art technology straight from the US. Dr. Charles has lived in the UAE for 23 years. So, hello, welcome to the studio. Lovely to have you here. Thank you very much. Absolute pleasure. 23 years. That's a decent stretch of time. Yes, it is. <laughs> never planned. Never planned. These things never are. Everyone always says, oh, I'm coming for two years and then mm, never leaves. Exactly. So tell me, we're going to start right back at the beginning, which is the nature of making tracks. Uh, this is the opportunity where we look into somebody interesting, into their lives. We find out where they started out, you know, how their career panned and then what they've been getting up to here in the UAE. And then, of course, your plans for the future. And against that, we have a soundtrack you choose four of songs one from each era of your life so I'm looking forward to hearing those but first of all let's start right at the beginning where were you born I was born in Southern California uh, I was and I was raised there played a lot of sports growing up so hence the sports medicine background and uh, it was just a great place to grow up at that time it was it was like cutting edge on, on different sports uh, the beach was there, sunny, beautiful weather, a lot like Dubai. So did you grow up with that sort of classic Californian surfer dude vibe that, that I sort of watched on Baywatch on the TV? You know, that's, that's kind of how I imagine California. <clears throat> I was really lucky. I, I lived right across the street from the beach. Oh, wow. Uh, so I was on the beach just about every day. Uh, used to do a lot of surfing, uh, played a lot of baseball. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was it was a great time of my life. And did you have brothers and sisters? I had an older brother, yes. Oh, so you were sort of a team together. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, uh, and then, and were you always keen on sports? I mean, you've already mentioned, you know, baseball and your surfing. Was that very much the, your, your key hobby or did you study as well? I studied as well. Um, my main sport that I pl did a lot of was motocross. Uh, I used to race motorcycles. I, I grew up in this area called Carlsbad, which is in San Diego County. And uh, they used to have the U.S. Grand Prix of motocross in Carlsbad, which was right down the street from my house. So I actually don't know what motocross is. I, mean, I presume it's a... It's dirt bike racing, ah. uh, you know, where they jump, do all the jumps. And... Oh, God. It's so, so quite sort of uh, high octane then. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of broken bones. <laughs> And so, uh, did you? So, when? What age did you start doing that? Oddly enough, my nephew started doing that type of dirt bike, bike racing. He's only about nine, so you can start it young, can't you? Yeah, I started on mini bikes. I started. Uh, I was nine when oh, wow. I started, and I, I raced all the way through until I was nineteen. And did you get quite? You know, were you quite successful? Uh, I, I did quite well in, in Southern California in, on the local tracks. Um, but I had some pretty bad injuries, which really ended my, I had, uh, I was hoping to become a professional. Yeah. Uh, and I had just gotten to the expert level when I got injured real bad and injured my back. And, uh, and, and how did that happen? Did you just come off your bike on a jump or something? Yeah, I, I actually 
bumped into another rider in the middle of a race and we we're going off a jump and I ended up uh, going into the face of the next jump. And oh, uh, that's wow. when I get hurt. And how old you, were you when that happened? 19? 19. And yep. did that just basically end your motocross career? It, yeah, <laughs> basically, uh, because I I actually damaged my back real bad and and fractured it, and after that, I kind of lost my daredevil feel for things, you know. So I kind of backed. So it knocked your confidence. Yeah, that's exactly what it did. You lose your edge when you get an injury like that. Because you know you're not invincible, I suppose. Exactly. And and so did you try to get back on the bike or did you went yeah, I, you're nodding. <laughs> I, I did. I I raced two more times after that, but I just I just didn't have the the confidence or the speed that it takes. And if you fractured your back, did that mean you were laid up for several months in a brace? Yeah, I was out for about six months. You oh know, gosh. And uh it it was quite, I mean, you're 19, you feel invincible, and all of a sudden you're not. And uh, that was the beginning of, okay, what do I do now type of thing. And that's when I decided to really take s- school as a, a serious uh, way forward. And so you'd obviously, you know, you studied pretty well at school because otherwise you wouldn't be able to have gone on to university to to study such a serious subject. What did you, so so 19, you took like six months out to get better. And then did you start at uni? Yeah. Yeah. I had that gap year there. Yeah. And and then I started right back at uni and I uh, went right into pre-med at that point. So... Interestingly, my husband actually broke his back when he was 19 as well um, uh, in, a, in, a, in an accident. And so I know how it can impact on a young man's life. Because when you go to the doctor and they tell you that you've broken your back or you've fractured yourself or you've hurt yourself all over. Um, I mean, I don't know whether it happened to you, but my husband's doctor was really quite negative about pain going forward. I yeah. think I think he was told that he would be in pain for the rest of his life. That's exactly what was told to me. And I remember the neurosurgeon at the time saying, you're going to need at least two or three more surgeries by the time you're 30. And that's when I thought, okay, I'm going to go into something to try to ward those future surgeries off, as, if not completely for at least as long as I can go. So it you really know? did drive you into study the, the, the subject that you're in now? Yeah. How extraordinary that, that, well, I suppose it's not extraordinary, but how, how amazing that something so good came out of such a terrible injury. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's it, what I th- think that's helped me the most over the years, uh, along with understanding patients, is because I've been through it and I can totally relate to the patient, you know, uh, having back issues. I, just, I mean, it's so key because so much of it is about management because you can take painkillers, right? But 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 are you going to take painkillers for the rest of your life? Exactly. That That's where, the, especially in America with the opioid problem, you know, the, it's it all starts by just trying to mask the pain. You, you try to get function back in the spine instead. So we're going to go on to talk about your university days and your studies and how you first started into your profession as a chiropractor. Uh, But we've uh, you've got your first uh, song to play. Uh, Do you want to introduce your first song? 
Hotel California by the Eagles. Absolutely brilliant track. Obviously synonymous with the area that you grew up. Does this remind you, do you remember it playing at the time? Does it? What does it do when you listen to it? What are the feelings? This was the first album I actually purchased myself. You know, you, you, prior to a certain age, you always listen to your parents. And then all of a sudden you, you have a little bit of money and you go and you buy an album. This was the first album I ever bought. And do you remember where you bought it? Do you remember the store? It was called Cheap Thrills. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I didn't expect that answer, but it's a brilliant one. Okay, so here it is. Your first song. Dr. Charles W. Jones is our star for Making Tracks. King Tracks, the memories, the thoughts and the songs of some of the success stories who now call the UAE home. And I am joined this Thursday afternoon by Dr. Charles W. Jones. Dr. Charles established the California Chiropractic and Sports Medicine Centre in Dubai Healthcare City in 2008. And the clinic now leads the way in chiropractic treatment with all the latest state-of-the-art technology from the US. He's lived here in the UAE for 23 years. Dr. Charles, thank you so much for staying with us in the studio. 
You're welcome. Lovely to have you here. Now, we've tracked the beginning of your life, the childhood in California, which sounds completely idyllic. This sort of like surfer dude vibe. And I really enjoyed your first track uh, from the Eagles. But then you went, we left, we left you when you just started to go to university. How long were you studying for? How long is the, the, the chiropractor studying the, the course. You can tell I'm struggling with the various <laughs> versions of chiropractic, can't you? In the U.S., you have to go through uh, pre-med, which is the same as a GP. Uh, and then you go on to another five years additional. So the minimum you typically will go through is uh, eight years. And in, during those studies, did you meet any particular professors that, that sort of stood out to you, any forms of treatment that, that sort of stuck with you that you've carried into your future career? For me, because I, I, I really love sports, uh, and there was no sports medicine at the time. It, it was at the very, very beginning of sports medicine. We're talking back in the 80s now. you know. Uh, so the only thing that was on offer, you could either become a um, what is called an athletic trainer, uh, which is like a sports therapist in England, uh, or... If you wanted to go into to actually be a physician, uh, chiropractic was probably the closest to sports medicine because you, you focused on the musculoskeletal system, which is what a, a sports medicine doctor does. So before that, was all chiropractic treatment sort of aimed towards people with injuries from car accidents or, or yeah. other types, or, for example, motocross accidents? Yeah, a lot of whiplash injuries, car accidents, and slips and falls. So you studied for eight years in California, uh, and then when you left university, did you just you know you, did you just expect to live in the U.S. for the rest of your life and the rest of your career? I did. I had no desire to actually go abroad. You know, it wasn't even on my radar at the time. And did you join a clinic and just you know start building your professional career? Yeah, I was working in a sports medicine clinic in Long Beach, California, and. Uh, I, I thought I'd never leave Southern California, to be honest. Well, who would want to in many ways? It sounds totally idyllic. And, and one of the reasons uh, I can tell that you thought it was idyllic, because your next song choice, uh, tell me about why you've chosen that song and, and the memories it brings back. Well, it was at a time uh, I had just finished uh, my undergrad degree and I was getting ready to enter medical school. So I had that summer off. And this is when uh, The Boys of Summer came out. And it, it was the first time I really felt centered and focused. And, and in the, I had a good direction in, my, in, the, in the way I was going to live my life. And so it's just got a really strong memory for you, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it just really hit. It, and I was at the beach every day. That sounds very good indeed. Okay, so here we go. Boys of Summer by Don Henley. The second uh, choice uh, from Dr. Charles W. Jones, who's my guest for Making Tracks today.
Making Tracks, the memories, the thoughts and the songs of some of the success stories who now call the UAE home. It is my huge pleasure today to be joined by Dr. Charles W. Jones uh, for Making Tracks. Dr. Charles established the California Chiropractic and Sports Medicine Center in Dubai Healthcare City in 2008. He has lived here in the UAE for 23 years and we are tracking his life. At the moment, we are we're just, just post-university. You've studied for eight years. Uh, and so you were working in California as a chiropractor when a job offer came through to work in Saudi Arabia. How did that come about? I was um, working with one of their players uh, on the national team. This was pretty close around the uh, World Cup that was held in the U.S. And they really liked what I did and the job offer came through. And coming down to school, you have a thing called student loans. (laughs) We all know about that. I thought, oh, this could be a quick way to just get out from underneath these things. Uh, So... I was familiar with Saudi Arabia because my my dad actually worked in Saudi Arabia when they first started building uh, Aramco in the late 40s. So it was in the family, but obviously I'd never been there or anything. So I talked to my dad about it. He goes, yeah, you need to travel a little bit. You'll grow as a person. Was he right? Yeah, big time. Yeah. (laughs) What was, uh, I mean, you stayed in Saudi Arabia for four years. How did you find it? It was quite a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, at a time, you got to remember at this time, there was no even satellite TV. So we didn't have any type of, no radio stations, no satellite TV. You were totally isolated from the West. Uh, You, if you went into a restaurant as a single man, you were stuck with other single men, you know, so you, you just didn't see the opposite sex very much. Uh, and being at, when I went over, I was 29. So I was still quite young, you know, and it was, it was a tough time for me. I, I, I struggled a bit, especially the first year because I went from Huntington beach where I was living, which was like Baywatch right into Riyadh. So you went from bikinis to literally ladies who were fully covered and you weren't even allowed to talk to the ladies anyway, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, it was a yeah. shock to the system. That's a serious shock to the system. So, so I suppose it's not surprising that you left after after four years. Uh, but then you were brought back to the Gulf, clearly, because you know, you're here now. Yeah, I went home for a year and I was given the opportunity to come to Dubai to, to, to work with the General Medical Center in Jumeirah. And I thought... I kind of miss that expat lifestyle. You know, I'd like to travel. I thought, I'll come over for two years. Everyone ha- says two years. <laughs> I had a little bit left on my student loan. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll just come over for two years. And it's got to be better than than Saudi. I, I've lived through that. I can handle anything. Yeah. Uh, and You came I, to Dubai and you found it was a lot different to Saudi. Night and day. Yeah. Night and day. And so uh, tell me about the song that you've chosen for this uh, period of your life when you came back. Well, you came back to the Gulf. You came to the UAE. Well, it was my first trip to Dubai. Um, I was still playing a lot of softball at the time. And I came over to play in a softball tournament. And our team ended up winning the tournament. And we asked, you know, we could actually go out and celebrate a little bit. So we asked, where, where was, is the most popular place to go have some food and party a little bit? And at the time, it was this place called Pancho Villas, 
which is this little Mexican food place in the deer area. I don't know if it's still there or not. And uh, so we went from the softball field to this Mexican place. And I remember coming in and they had this song up on uh, the DJ was playing it along with the video. And I remember standing there going, this is so normal. It was like, you can drink, have, have a good time, dance with a girl. And it, for, this song just always stuck in my head from that point. It, I think it was a one-hit wonder for the guy, but uh, I may be wrong on that. The song was Edwin Collins, A Girl Like You, and we're going to listen to it right now. King Tracks, the memories, the thoughts and the songs of some of the success stories who now call the UAE home. We are indeed uh, joined by Dr. W, Dr. Charles W. Jones for Making Tracks. Uh, if you haven't heard of Dr. Charles, he established the California Chiropractic and Sports Medicine Center in Dubai Healthcare City. He really is at the center of chiropractic treatment. They, they offer all the latest state-of-the-art technology straight from the U.S. He treats civilians and celebrities alike, but he's refusing to tell me the names of the celebs, uh, which I suppose is fair enough. You have to keep some things quiet, don't you? You can't admit the celebrities' patients. Although fair to say that you worked for 12 years at the Rugby Sevens. So you've treated a lot of rugby players. A lot of rugby players. <laughs> a lot of yeah. injuries. So you moved, uh, when we last spoke, before your last song choice, you had just moved to the UAE. And of course, you've been here for 23 years. And you came to the UAE a single man. So when did you meet your wife? Uh, it's been about 14 years ago. And I was just about ready to go back to the States, actually, at the time. And one of my patients, um, who was, we, I got along really well with her, you know, and we'd always tease one another. And w- one day out of the blue, she goes, are you seeing anybody? And I go, no, not at the moment. And she goes, are, would you be interested in seeing someone? And I looked at her, you know, like, oh, is this a wind Oh, up? where's this going? Where's you know? this going? And she goes, she's got a great personality, was the next words. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, where's she from? In, in north of England. And I'm like, I know she's winding me up here, you know. So I ask her, uh, she's got all her teeth and all those things. And she's like, yeah, you'll really, really like her. And uh, so it was a blind date for both of us. Oh wow! So literally, I, I thought you were going to say your patient was the person was your wife, but no, no, no. it no. was literally a blind date. It was a, a real blind date. And where did you meet up? 
uh, actually at the one and only the rooftop. Uh, Good choice. You know? Classy. And we thought, uh, I'll, I told her, I'll meet you for coffee. Okay. So I, I, I figure. Yeah. It, I mean, so, it, yeah. I, like I said, I'd never been on a blind date before, so I didn't know exactly how to handle that. So. And then was it an immediate meeting of minds? We ended up talking for like three to four hours. It was amazing. It was really cool to find somebody that was so intelligent at the time. And uh, it changed my life. And so you, I imagine you married shortly after that, or did you wait a few years like my husband did? <laughs> we waited a few years and uh, we decided, because I kind of wanted to go back to, Calif to, to California at this time, but she wanted to stay. Uh, so obviously we stayed yes. you know, and we went ahead and opened up our own place because I was working still at uh, General Medical Center at that time. And you opened up uh, the California Chiropractic and Sports Medical Cent Medicine Center in 2008. Correct. And so how did that start? Was it just you to start with? No, I, I'd already been practicing for a while. So um, I brought a few people with me, a few of my physios uh, and another chiropractor with me at the time. And what were you hoping to achieve with your own center? Was it just that you wanted to work for yourself or did you have a different philosophy? Uh, predominantly, I wanted to work for myself. That was another reason why I ended up staying is because they did open up the, the ability to own the practice where before you still had to have a local sponsor. And I knew if it came time to retire. If I just worked for somebody else, I'd had nothing to sell at the time, you know? So the, when you could actually own the full business and they open and the Dubai government was wise enough to do that, you know, uh, that's when I decided to stay. It gave you the sort of opportunity to invest in the country, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And how does it feel owning your own business? I mean, it's grown to, to uh, you described earlier, like, like loads and loads of chiropractors. You've got a surgeon, you've got nurses. It, it's a really big center now. Yeah, um, it, it, it's a double-edged sword, <laughs> you know. Uh, sometimes I just want to be myself, you know, yeah. and work for somebody else because it is a 24-7 when you, when you own the clinic. Yeah, lots yeah. of lots of, and, and I suppose instead of just being a chiropractor, you have to work in you know human resources as well. Yeah, tech, marketing, everything, and it never goes away. Never goes away, twenty four seven, even on holiday. You got to keep that phone on. And does your wife work with you at the center? She helps me out. Uh, she does like all the admin type yeah. of things. Where I'm more of a medical director, I work with the doctors predominantly and she handles the government and all that side of things. So it sounds slightly ridiculous to throw ahead to retirement straight away, but but is that have have you got an idea of where you would go once I mean you've been here 23 years, would you retire here in the UAE? No, we plan on retiring eventually to Cyprus. We've purchased a uh, a place there and built a home and uh you know, I still see probably five to seven years staying in Dubai, uh, but eventually I want a nice laid back on the golf course retirement.
And as far as the the people that you treat that come through your your centre, I, I sort of alluded there that you you see quite a lot of celebrities, and obviously lots of sports stars do come through Dubai and do and the UAE and do train here. Uh, what sort of what trends are you seeing in in the patients that that you treat? It's interesting. Like sports stars, you're you're limited to the season, like right now, you know. Um, during the summer, you're relying upon the local clientele, obviously. And we're seeing so much more young children. Uh, when I say young, we're talking anywhere from 20 down to 8, all with neck problems because of all the texting that's going on. Uh, we're seeing kids with herniated disc. I mean, we just had a, a student 19 years old the full herniated disc. And when I first came out of school, you never saw that until someone got into their late 30s, 40s, you know, but to see it at 19 was unheard of. And it's down to the increase in electronic devices. Exactly. Really? It really is? A hundred percent. So it's not anecdotal when we all get stressed out as mothers that our children are spending too much time looking at screens. Uh, it, it, it's a sin. Gosh. It really is. How extraordinary! I hadn't, I hadn't realised. So, uh, so tell me, you have, uh, so you've got another seven years of treating people. Hopefully, the, the, this this trend for the youngsters will change. So, we're, so you'll be treating less youngsters. Uh, and how about pets? I hear rumours that you have a lot of pets, or have had a lot of pets. Yeah, uh, my wife and I, we never had any children ourselves. Um, so we 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 had two dogs, three cats. That's our family. That's your family. Yeah. And uh, I want to ask you about your final song, a nice tune to kick off the weekend and, and also one with a lot of meaning for you. How did you choose this song and what does it mean? This song came out uh, actually when I was driving to meet my wife at uh, the place we were going to meet. And uh, it's called Amazing by George Michael. And are you going to dedicate it? And that became it? our song. That's your song. So this is this is George Michael, You're Amazing, and it's for your wife. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Charles W. Jones, for being our star of Making Tracks this week. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you.
This is Dubai Eye 103.8.